Capturing the sights and sounds of Northeast Wisconsin. It's the Living in the New Podcast. Hey, Northeast Wisconsin, are you feeling it? Are you feeling it? Like late winter, early spring, do you got that cabin fever? I got that fever so bad right now. Justin, are you feeling cabin fever? I'm very restless, Josh. Oh, God. I know. I I like winter recreation even. Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten a chance to get out and do much of it. But even just getting through daylight saving time, Mm. that helps a little bit once you're adjusted. It helps a little bit now that it's sunny until 7 at night. That helps. Right. Um, But it's the warmth. It's the sun. It's just knowing you can go outside anytime without having to bundle up all of that. And we get a little stir crazy here Mm -hmm. when winter just will not end. So we wanted to help you a little bit. We wanted to help get you ready to plan for those warmer months ahead by uh, doing some cabin fever episodes of some of our favorite Northeast Wisconsin escapes. And this first one is one of my favorites, is Wapaka. Have you been over to Wapaka as a tourist, Justin? Not really, no. No. Would you consider the Wolf River? Yeah, that's in that range. Fremont is in that area. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's in Wapaka County. Yeah, so I would count it in that area. Floating on the Wolf River, Mm -hmm. we've talked about that in the past. That's a good time um, out on the barge at Harbor Bar or Mm -hmm. on their paddle wheel boat. There's so much stuff to do out there in the summer. Kayaking on the chain of lakes, camping, hiking. There is so much to do in Wapaka. County when it's nice out. And so we were going to talk about that. I had uh, my friend Amy. She was the very first ever tourism director for Wapaka. And she doesn't do that anymore. But I figured she'd be a good person um, to go out. We got breakfast at a local place. We went and sat at the Little Red Mill right on the banks of the Crystal River. And we talked about what we are looking forward to doing in Wapaka when it's warm. Unexpectedly, she had some really good advice about what to do there before it gets warm. Some fun stuff to do even in the winter months. So check this out to help assuage your cabin fever. A little preview of fun in Wapaka with Amy Barker, their very first ever tourism director. Glad to be coming to you from the shores of the Crystal River in the heart of Wapaka County. Got a little bit of cabin fever here and it's almost time for spring, which means summer's right around the corner. And we're going to be checking out some of our favorite summer destinations in anticipation of getting to check it out. Today, I'm here in Wapaka County with Amy Barker. Amy, hello. Hello. Thanks for being here. Amy was the first director of tourism for Wapaka. This was a a few years ago. About eight years ago. Okay, so it's been a little while, but you are very familiar, very knowledgeable with this area. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about what we did today already, where we've been. And then I want to get a sense of you of some of the things we should be looking forward to in getting ready to come out and enjoy Wapaka in the warmer months in Wisconsin. Um, it's known more for summer tourism than winter tourism. Is that fair? That's fair. I, I guess people think of the Chain of Lakes when they think Wapaka. I think it's great all year round. You can definitely go snowshoeing uh, in the winter is is fantastic here. And as you can see from what's behind us, our backdrop, you can walk through the trails. You can enjoy the sights and sounds of winter as well. Yeah, check out the photos I've been taking. Even in winter, this is a gorgeous setting. And Crystal River here at the Little Red Mill, they've got a covered bridge. They've got a little chapel. You can see all the photos that I took while we were here in winter. I can imagine this is just stunningly gorgeous in the summer and a wedding destination as well. It's a huge wedding destination. It's a little chapel with a lot of character and lots of people love to start their journey of marriage here. 
and uh, sort of a spiritual element in this area as well. Tell me a little bit about that. You're talking about an angel sightings and other things? There's been known to be lots of angel sightings here. The former owner uh, is a photographer. He's done a lot of calendar photography. In fact, Fleet Farm used to have a lot of his photographs, but he has a large collection of spiritual photographs as well, where there's, you can make out the face of Jesus. You can make out angels. Um, so whether you're a believer or not, this is certainly one that you can take a look at the photography and decide for yourself. Yeah. A very special place for lots of reasons then. Well, let's get into it. Okay. So when we're in winter, say eight months of the year in Wisconsin, we're always right. looking forward to those three, four months of year when it's nice out. Given that you were helping people maximize their fun here in Wapaka for uh, a stage in your career, what are some of the sort of top level must do, must see activities in Wapaka in the summer? First and foremost, places to stay. So if you're coming from a ways out, you're going to be wanting to spend some time for a few days and your overnight stay is going to be of particular importance. What's unique to this area is there are multiple bed and breakfast opportunities. Some have owners that live on site and can help connect you to the local nooks and crannies, we would call them. And others have owners that don't live on site and you definitely have your privacy in that regard. Bed and breakfasts are a unique way to go about staying in an area. Touring Europe, that was one of my favorite places to stay. Um, so that first, put your head in a bed and yeah. make it count. There are hotels as well. So if you have a family that it's important to have the pool and, and some other opportunities, sure. there there's a array of options for you. Yeah. The bed and breakfast kind of also gives you that local contact point of someone right. who can offer the advice or answer the questions or send you in the right direction Correct. for maybe a, an unusual need you might have while you're here. Let's say you came with your kayak. You're going to definitely want to know the local waterways. If you're not going on a lake where you can kind of spin in circles, in this case, the chain of lakes are connected to each other. So you can go through a series and feel pretty comfortable. You're not going to get lost out there. So even if you're a novice kayaker, you can feel very comfortable here. But if you're getting out on the Crystal River, like behind us, if you're going to want to know, where can I go? Where can I put in and get out so I don't have to paddle up river? This is always my thought with mm -hmm. river kayaking is, okay, I know where I'm going to start. How do I get back to the beginning at the right. end? So those local owners or the local chamber are going to be very helpful in guiding you in the waterways, um, trails as well. Okay. So there's bed and breakfast as a, as a great tip for lodging. Um, we know the waterways are definitely a big attraction. If folks don't have their own kayak or a pontoon boat or a ski boat, whatever they might want to be doing, are there places to rent that kind of stuff here? Definitely. You have multiple options of Marines, marinas that can rent you a boat, rent you a kayak. There's a local outfitter in downtown Wapak that can get you a kayak or a, I think you can even rent a bicycle mm. a few different places. There's a location right within Hartman Creek, which is a state park that you can rent from. Um, so not having the equipment you need is not an excuse to be able to not get out on the That's water. Right. Um, if you don't like the idea of being an activist, but you still want to be out on the water as a passive I think it's a beautiful view. You can get on the paddle wheel boat at Clearwater Harbor as well. And that's a relatively cost-effective way to get out on the water with the family and, and see what's going on. The views are outstanding. As the case with many places with lakes, sometimes you're surrounded. What keeps it pristine and beautiful is because it's privately owned around there. So that access is a little bit difficult. Here right. I would say there are multiple public 
boat access points. There are, you know, and Clearwater Harbor would be one of those as well. Now, I know I've heard Harbor Bar mentioned by many, many friends who come over and enjoy Wapaka life. It's a really neat place to watch bands. So that's sure, the local music, music scene, live music scene. Um, and you can watch it from your boat. You can watch it while just standing in the water and keeping cool on those hot summer days, which are hard to imagine at this point. Yeah. <laughs> no, as uh, we with sit the out snow here and it's but it, it is neat in that regard. Well, I know a lot of us are dreaming about those days coming up where it's going to be hot and we'll want to be in the water. Um, so many options, like you said, access at Hartman Creek State Park, um, other access points where you can put in your kayak if you do have that equipment or outfitters who can get you set up and, and advisors who can find you those right places to get in. Right. And if you're doing all of those activities, you're going to get hungry. Right. And for the foodies, there are no shortage of local eateries that can keep you full of everything from a great omelet to ice cream for your break in the day to, um, you know, some great dinners yeah. as well. I know we were lucky enough this morning to go to Little Fat Gretchen's in downtown Wapaka. And I do want to sort of draw that distinction for people. As you help me understand, a lot of us, when we think of Wapaka, think of Chain of Lakes that that is the area of Wapaka. There's a downtown Wapaka that I guess I didn't even realize I had never been to before until we went and had breakfast this morning with a very charming downtown. Yes. Stores, shops, historic restaurants. Historic buildings. Yes. Uh, the river is run through, running through that direction too. Um, there's a lot of local history. There's a public beach connected to downtown. Uh, yeah, you're missing out on a lot if you are only focused on the lakes. I think they they work in tandem together. And that's one of the neat things about this area as well. Yeah. Well, And you mentioned as well, when you are in a tourism a destination that is so geared towards outdoor activities, there is always a chance you're going to come and it might have a day where it's raining. And right. so you can't necessarily be out enjoying the way you had thought you would. What are some of the uh, opportunities Wapaka offers on those days where uh, the outdoor activities might have to be moved indoors? They have their fair share of retail therapy you can involve yourself in. There's the Rosa Theater in downtown Wapaka. So if you just want to catch a movie and escape the rain that way, that's an opportunity. If you don't want to eat away your woes of the rain um, and hide in a restaurant or a cafe, there's some coffee shops and sure. some opportunities like that. There are large number of local artists in the area. And you'll see that when you're you're in restaurants. You, we saw that at Little Fat Gretchen's right. this morning. There are local artists on display, but there are also studios. They have a hidden art studios tour every fall. So ah. again, if you're looking for something in the off season, yeah. um, in October, I believe that's still going. Um, there are multiple art studios in the area. So those are a place that you can hit if it's raining as well. Yeah, I know uh, galleries, retail outlets the fun places to sit and eat. Those are some of those things where when you come to these places, you're so focused on getting on the water that sometimes you forget about that side of the community, but there's a lot to be offered there as well. I know, uh, Little Fat Gretchen's was just a delicious little sort of corner. It has a great story about how it got started. You got to check that out when you go there, but the food is phenomenal and the pie you can't leave without the homemade pie. You so, of course, can't. we did not. Uh, right. I've got it. I've got it waiting for me uh, for when I get home. It's going to be so good to take a little taste of Wapaka home with me. When you recover from your omelet, yeah. <laughs> you can have the pie. And, and I had to get a pancake on the side to taste right. the pancake. Oh, they're so delicious. So, 
Water sports, a big fun thing to do out here in Wapaka, but there's also like if uh, you like biking or walking or hiking, there's opportunities for that too, trails and things like that. Definitely. Even in the winter, you have cross-country skiing. You have wonderful cross-country skiing trails, actually. Um, I believe Hartman Creek used to do a candlelight uh, ski that you can get out there and cross-country ski. They have rental again, if you don't have the equipment, I don't have my own skis, but, um, if the weather is right and we have enough snow on the ground, that's a great opportunity as well. It's becoming less and less frequent that we have the right conditions for things like snowshoeing and cross-country skiing, even in the Fox Valley area where you've got those options. Half the winter, you won't have enough snow to even open the trails, and it's unfortunate. I've even seen some snowmobile trails out in this area as well. That would be an opportunity for people maybe on the periphery a little bit. There's definitely snowmobile trails and a good network of them. So if you have an ATV or if you have a snowmobile, this is the place for you as well. Um, Biking. You know, that can certainly be year round if you Absolutely. have a fat tire bike. Yeah, There's I saw plenty one of downtown. Trails. I saw one walking the fat tire bike. Yes. And some of some of the terrain, it's a little bit hilly, not particularly challenging. We're not in the mountains here. <laughs> um, it's something that you can enjoy a good workout as well. Yeah. So if people are getting a little bit of cabin fever, there are some ways to enjoy it now. Uh, you mentioned the snowshoeing, cross-country skiing. While we still do have the snow on the ground, get it while it lasts. Um, it right. seems like when it comes, it leaves quickly nowadays. But then as we transition into spring and summer, before it gets warm, I know people are anxious to get there, but the fun really does hit once the warm weather comes. Are there like festivals and stuff going on? If somebody was going to make a, a, a weekend over here, are there maybe events or other things that people should be looking for to make a trip to Wapaka? One of the local traditions is Strawberry Fest. So in June, when the strawberries are ripe, we are celebrating that here in Wapaka. There is Art on the Square, which is Typically the same weekend as the Wapaka Triathlon in August. So if you like triathlons, there's this going strong here and it's worthy destination because not only can you accomplish the triathlon in the morning, but Art on the Square is to be enjoyed in the afternoon. And Art on the Square is a really participatory festival. So if you like the arts, it's more than just viewing the arts. It's participating in a way that you can help create art. There's lots of local music um, present throughout the day. So it's a fun day. Well, Amy Barker, I know it was your job for a while to help people find ways to enjoy the Wapaka area. I appreciate you sort of putting that hat back on here momentarily, giving us a bit of uh, your insight about this area. And uh, I know if you are making your way over here to Wapaka, whether it's to enjoy winter activities or once you're here in the summer months, show us what you're doing here. Share it with us online. Find us at Living in the New. And when you're posting your pictures, your your updates, your videos, make sure you use that hashtag Living in the New. Oh my gosh. I'm like ready to pull the kayak out right now. <laughs> get it on the river. I mean, I know I'd freeze right, right now if I did that, but I was really excited that Amy could share the out, the, um, the suppliers, the outfitters that you don't have to have all the equipment yourself to do some of this stuff. You can go over and rent the boat, rent the bike, uh, rent the kayak, whatever it is you want to do. There's places out there that have that stuff available for you, which is nice. Right. You just show up and it's all there for you. You don't have to load the car and pack it all up and then try and store it when you get home somewhere. Mm -hmm. The idea of going over there for several days at a time, that would be really, really nice. Mm. Um, I'm looking, we're going to have to find somebody to host us Mm -hmm. for a weekend or something (laughs) over there. And we can do a summer edition of Living in the New Does Wapaka. We're looking at other cabin fever destinations. So if you're feeling the fever, 
We want to hear from you. Get social at living in the new or email us living in the new at gmail.com. Let us know where you are looking forward to going. What is your summer escape? that you are just itching to get back to. Maybe we'll go do a cabin fever episode in that neck of the woods. Until then, show us all the ways you are coping with this winter that does not end in Wisconsin. Show it on social media and use that hashtag, living in the new. Subscribe to Living in the New wherever you get podcasts.